It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. Good morning. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com and sharing our information and educating the people all on great platforms like iHeartRadio and Spreaker and several others. Wherever you're getting this information, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We have another great show lined up for you today. Now, this morning, I'm a little rough sounding. It's because I'm Know, calling in from Vegas. We're here in Vegas early morning for MJ BizCon, another year, um, another crazy industry event, and uh, lots going on here. And we flew in late last night, and already the plane was hopping. Everyone, I turned around, everyone's talking about CBD, everyone's talking about cannabis. It was crazy. And, you know, there's a lot of different aspects of this industry. People are talking about the finance aspect. Some people are meeting with some lawyers later on today. Um, but it's just a matter of what your take is. And I think, you know, when we start talking about cannabis from the business side, that's one thing. But we talk about cannabis from the consumer side, which is something I love. It's a whole other conversation, to be honest with you. You have all different demographics. You have all different um, you know, age groups talking about, ooh, maybe I should try this product. Maybe I should try a topical. Maybe I've, I've heard good things about, you know, helping with pain or sleep. And then you have, you know, news reports, whether it be true or not, you know, talking about vaping being dangerous from you and, you know, this is being harmful and don't do this. And so there's a lot of information, but the bottom line for me is, you know, listen to yourself, you know, be true to yourself, find ways to make yourself feel good. And that's why I'm very excited for today's guest, writer, author, Sophie St. Thomas, introducing her new book, Finding Your Higher Self, Your Guide to Cannabis for Self-Care. Sophie, great to have you on the show today. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Again, I'm all about educating and healing. This is Concierge for Better Living. This is about feeling better. Our mantra is let's work together to have a better today than yesterday and continue that effort to make tomorrow better than today. And self-care is so important about that, self-care. So how did you come across? What was your purpose uh, for focusing on this type of area, finding your higher self? Well, I think that we divide medical use and recreational use pretty strictly like you need a medical card to enjoy the medical benefits of cannabis. And that isn't the case. Anyone can use the medical benefits of cannabis, whether it's ingesting it to heighten your senses while going to a concert or while having sex, or if it sees a topical and anti-inflammatory properties on um, a wrist that's sore for two much typing or under your eyes in an eye cream. And so I really just wanted to bring the medical uses of cannabis into a series of activities that anyone can use and to make it attainable to the general public. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I read the book. It's great. It's um, a lot of great insight. And I think that's the key is you give people options. I'm all about that. You say, look, I don't have to tell you, you got to use it this way, but here's a bunch ways to consider incorporating and integrating cannabis and cannabis products into your lifestyle. 
what's one of the favorite ones for you? I mean, this is, this is just getting very personal, but I mean, this is self-care. So what are some of the things from your book or some of your discoveries or your research that you found that, I mean, you know, that you like as far as your preferences? Oh, there's so many. (laughs) No, let's see. There's, there's so many. Well, for, as a writer for brainstorming, I am, I like using cannabis when I'm, you know, in the brainstorming part of a creative process because when we think when we're stoned, our brain becomes better at something called divergent thinking, which is connecting seemingly unrelated topics. It's like, you know, imagine like a big, you know, one of those like detective maps where there's, you know, different pins and strings going to all these different things and connecting all these seeming unrelated things. So this is why people may find um, maybe, for instance, that like during sex if they're high they come up with like new ideas to think or, or it just really gets you out of the box and gets your brain thinking so I'll, I'll use that for brainstorming i'll you know draw these like map diagrams <clears throat> put you know put one word and then put cannabis and then you know have it just shooting off into all these different things it does i've also become a big fan of cannabis baths where you take a bath and then use a cannabis bath bomb or cannabis oil because you can, it's a great way to apply the anti-inflammatory and pain relieving properties of a topical on your entire body. You know, sometimes it can be hard to reach it just with like a massage, but if you just soak in a bath, it really gets everywhere and can get you super relaxed and ready for bedtime. I think that's great. I was laughing. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but when you said use a topical on your wrist from typing too much, I caught automatically visualized you sitting there working and writing and typing. And so like I knew there was some self-use there in, in personal reference, but you know, I think the bath bombs and the baths are great. There's so many different ways. And I think, again, for me, when going through your book, that was one of the exciting parts. I've always been someone that says, don't do just what I tell you to do. Find things that work for you. And this applies even to you know, when I'm coaching people on their diet and their other lifestyle yeah. facets, it's saying, yeah. you know, one diet may not fit for you, but find something that works, you know, like it's not, you know, it's, it's not always about eliminating things, uh, you know, don't do this, don't eat that, don't do this. And that's a lot of what we deal with in society is this elimination and restriction. But what you're trying to do, and I think it's great is, hey, there are options that you can do things and you may not want to do all of them, but here's a list or here's some things, try a couple of them out, see what resonates with you. And that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Very. I thank you for saying that. No, no. It's again. This is where we're at here. This is as a healer myself. This is what drew me into your book. Is that there's so many different ways, and I deal with different people all over the country and internationally. I get calls for you know, you know advice, and you know, it's saying, but it's not a one size fits all solution. There's a. It's a. And uh, but at the yeah. End, yeah. And we have to you know find solutions or at least find options. I think that more and more people. Um, you know, are looking at these options and looking for more natural options per se that would give us, you know, benefits without some of the neg- nasty side effects. So that's really a great concept there. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. I think, you know, we're finally talking about just how like expansively useful this plant was. You know, I, I do, I love being high. I love THC, um, but not everyone does or maybe everyone is, people are still getting used to being comfortable with that, but you know, that's just like the tip of the iceberg of what cannabis can do. It, you know, you don't need even need to use THC or have a psychoactive effect. So when I when I was writing the book and writing, you know, for an inclusive audience for people maybe that they don't have a lot of experience with cannabis, they're like nervous about THC and just want to approach it 
so it was cool. I kind of personally worked the other way. I was like, okay, I know, um, like I, I, I like the effects of THC, but what, how, what can I use this for other than, you know, having a psychotropic experience and it's just a whole bunch of things as it turns out. And then we're, you know, we still have barely scratched the surface research wise. So I think like the next few years and decade are going to be really exciting to, you know, see how much we learn about this plant. For sure. And I think, and again, you say that your book is popular, focus on kind of THC and CBD, which are obviously the most popular, most well-known mm-hmm. or co- talked mm-hmm. about compounds. But as you said, research is ongoing and, you know, we'll see there's going to be a lot more nuance. I've done lectures for the last few months all over the place. And I've actually talked about beyond CBD in some of these compounds. Um, for helping with sleep or even more inflammation benefit, anti-inflammation benefits than some of the things we're getting in CBD right now. There's a lot of way to look at it from the whole plant perspective and individual compounds are more the way I like to look at it from the whole plant perspective. And, uh, and, and my hope is that it obviously opens a lot more talk about plants in general and using plants. I mean, you, you do that really cool with your definition and description of spliff and, um, you know, for those who understand, a spliff is typically, you know, cannabis with other herbs rolled together in a joint, not just cannabis alone. And I've done this for years as a naturopath, as an herbalist, as I was sampling on how did passion flower make me feel? How did Avena or oats make me feel when I smoke it? Or Damiana, as you mentioned, aphrodisiac, what yeah. did that enhance? Uh, some personal experiences when I, you know, smoked that. It wasn't just cannabis, but there's a lot of ways that the plant kingdom is going to become more, hopefully, mm-hmm. embedded into our culture and our lifestyle. But I think talking about cannabis is that um, breakthrough stigma breakdown. Like, let's get comfortable with plants again when it was pretty much thousands of years of our historical use. So, really neat stuff there, and. Um, you know, a lot more to talk about. And I think, again, it's great that THC, you talk about the psychoactive part, the creativity part. It, it seems like people draw this line in the sand that says it's good or bad. You know, THC is good or no, THC is bad. And that's not the answer. The answer is it may suit you as an individual in a certain time, you know, at a certain period. Yeah, certain or certain in a certain period. dose, a certain method of intake. There's just different setting. There's so many, so many factors to consider. And psychoactivity is is not a bad thing. That's one of my pre- everyone probably started to hear it from me when I go on stage. It's saying I make a point to go look. Psychoactivity is not a bad thing. It's not even defined negatively in the medical community. It just means activity. And chocolate and coffee are also stimulating and have psychoactivity, you know, uh, you know, potential as well. So why are we talking about that when that's how things get? evolve that's creativity that's sparking new insight and i think that when it's used responsibly and used you know selectively not just as a, as a crutch but when you need to or want to use it for a specific purpose it's it's gonna it's amazing it's a game oh, changer. It's a, it's, oh it's completely amazing i i think that um, um america in particular and but like you know modern western society has has kind of what I describe as like a pleasure hang up, you know, if it if it's you know, whether it's <laughs> cannabis or earth or sex, if it's something that like makes you feel good, it makes people people start to get uneasy and like, oh that's bad. Oh that must be like the devil's work, you know, <laughs> if that makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's it's THC is incredibly useful. I mean it's 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 my favorite for, you know, going to a concert, enhancing the experience to enhancing physical touch to have noticed that it enhances emotional bonding between me and a partner. And, and it's just, it's just so absolutely safe. It's kind of ridiculous. You know, as you're, if you keep yourself in a, 
you know, safe setting. Really, if you consume too much THC, the worst thing that can happen is that you'll you'll feel uncomfortable. But but both as a means to get high, which I I wish people would you know embrace because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think getting high is an act of self care. Uh, you know, after a long day, you come home and smoke up. You know, just it, it becomes a cliche at this point to say, it's like you know, you might pour like a glass of wine. It's there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. So I'm 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 with you. Psychoactivity is definitely not a bad thing. That's awesome. I'm glad you shared that. And like I said, people tell you it's like a glass of wine. And for those that you know have a judgment, you know, let it go. This is not you know, you know the, your your great great grandparents scenario. This is not reef for madness anymore. We have a long way to go in the industry, but we are making progress, and that's the most important thing. So wonderful. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Um, don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back with Sophie St. Thomas. We're going to talk more about finding your higher self, her new book, and a little bit more about using cannabis for self-care. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for a better living here at Cannabis Radio. We'll be right back after this quick break. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. Only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back once again. This is Doc Rob, your host, Doc Rob Streisfeld, with my guest today, Sophie St. Thomas. And, you know, Sophie, this is awesome. I mean, I think it's great to make people feel comfortable or more comfortable with experimenting with this 
plant with this with this natural substance. And you know, I think that one of the things is you know there's really no limited demographic to your book, meaning that. I think you're, I'm sure you're aware of doing research and writing in different magazines and publishing all over the place that there's a wide age range right now. And a lot of it is baby boomers and, and, the, and the elders are starting to feel like, oh, let me give this a try. Let me see what this, maybe I won't do a Xanax tonight or depend on some <laughs> of the pharmaceutical crutch. Let me yeah. try this. All the kids are, all the kids are doing it. But, um, and they're finding that again, there's, there's some really nice solutions. Um, for that demographic, well, do you have any? I mean, I know you said the bath bombs. I think that's for all ages. Um, we talk about vaping a little bit right now. Uh, you know, some people still like to roll up a joint. Some people, you know, like the water pipes. I mean, I, I'm a fan of pretty much you know all of it for the individual. You know, choose your own methodology. Um, but have you had any? I know this is book uh, just coming out. As a researcher, how do you feel about the vape? I don't want to say crisis. The vape confusion. <laughs> let's put it that way. Hitting out in the market right now. I mean, it's a it's a complete result of what happens when you keep cannabis a federal one, excuse me, a schedule one substance federally. You know, it's it's still illegal. It's completely illegal on a federal level in the United States, which is just completely absurd, given that it's become so accepted and 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 embraced like culturally and societally and scientifically like in research terms and, and that's only going to progress and i hope that it becomes overturned federally but until it does there's going to be a thriving black market for it and vaping is not itself is is definitely you know better on the lungs than smoking a a spliff or a joint it's one of my favorite ways to get hikes you know you can bring it with you it's it's really discreet it's odorless if you live you know like me in an apartment building and you're worried about your neighbor smelling and it's also you know obviously something like edibles or tincture also odor odorless but it gives you a um an instant an an instant high but you know i go i have a medical card for instance in new york we have medical i go to a dispensary and i get my and i know it's going to be completely fine or if i you know lived in los angeles and i went to a dispensary it's going to be completely fine but it's cannabis is trendy everyone wants to make money off of cannabis right now and so when you have that desire coupled, you know, with the fact that people can't go through the proper channels because it's illegal, there's going to be people who make, who, who use things like vitamin E, which is largely believed to be the culprit to hold the CBD and the THC. And that is dangerous. So it's a problem, but it's not a problem from reputable, reputable retailers. It's a problem from black market vape cartridges who are making it with unsafe ingredients, which is what happens when you create a black market economy by keeping, by criminalizing something that should be legal everywhere. Right. No, I think that's great. It's interesting. You know, we, you know, again, back at MJ biz, I've been doing this for several years and, you know, several years ago, it was a lot of growers coming out, a lot of, you know, small entrepreneurs. Now it's suit and ties. Now it's all yeah, execs. It's I all bet. big money. And, and with that, now that smaller farmer, that grower, that entrepreneur who was making, you know, was trying to make good product and trying to get legitimate after years of black market business has been almost shut out. And, as a result, that black market, especially like I said in California, has remained because there hasn't yeah. been a, a consistent message or a, a legal guidelines for this industry. So yes, it's still like you said. I recommend as well stick in with the licensed, regulated um, 
suppliers and dispensaries. And I think for those listeners that maybe haven't heard, we did an interview uh, not too long ago. It's in the archives, so check it out. Uh, we call it um, you know, STDs. We had our, our friend uh, Denise and her team on the, not too long ago talking about substrate transmitted diseases, which is certain compounds and fungus growing in cocoa peat and some of the substrates that, that these growers are using is now being concentrated into the oils. So there's a lot of facets, but you know, we're going to you know, continuously move this industry forward, and we have to do it responsibly. I know you just said New York, which was where I'm from. They were just talking about... Um, you know, the CBD market, you know, the hemp extract market because of the, the regulations there, there were none. Now, you know, and uh, so much confusion that just recently, literally this week, uh, Governor Cuomo announced, you know, legislation that provides regulations for manufacturing hemp products and CBD products in New York State, but for New York State alone. Now, someone that's going to do something there may have confusion if they want to go to New Jersey or it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a lot of, you know, room to grow, as they say, in this industry. Um, but I think it's a great point um, for that perspective that we have all this. And again, in Brooklyn and New York, and you know, we're trendy, just like in California, so a little bit more willing to be progressive. But I think there's a lot of progression happening around the plant-based business. I know you're writing about um, you know, a lot of you know, cannabis in the States, but even the, the you know, Caribbean and uh, the Virgin Islands and obviously Jamaica, it's all... I, I'm, I'm giving a shout out, you know, they're making moves, you know, to, to make this plant, you know, you know, giving it some love. And, and that's one of the things, even when I talk to my, you know, I do some you know, work in Jamaica and everyone's like, Oh, you're doing cannabis guns. I'm like, no, there's a lot of other things to do on these islands. It's a lot of other plants that come from these, these great countries that, that are healing plants that, that, that culturally have been used for food or nutrition. And let's, let's look at this as an opening place, but let's also make sure that the, the cannabis industry gets set up properly and with respect for the local culture and the local farmers. And that's something I'm very passionate about as well. I just want to bring, you know, give a shout out to some of these smaller areas that are creating these industries and, and, getting, and setting up guidelines. They're not doing it just for the quick buck. They're doing it to give jobs and opportunity to the people. And I think that that's something that we always have to kind of reflect back to as this industry keeps growing. And we hear all these stock reports and big mergers and big money talks that there are farmers involved. There are patients involved. There are people involved that are on the ground floor that we have to kind of always reflect back to. And with that, yeah. this is a stressful industry, you know? <laughs> so um, self-care from this executive down to the guy planting seeds in the field and hoping it grows and makes him some money to feed his family, that from top to bottom, we have to do more self-care. And I think using cannabis as part of that method message is, is awesome. So I'm just bringing it back to something so basic, you know, as I take a moment to breathe. I think you have that in, in, in your book. Yeah, um, seriously. You know, just take, pause, maybe like take a moment, just breathe, be present, you know, and if that means taking a big inhalation of, of cannabis and, and, and helping you get settled and helping your mind relax and helping you find that, that clarity, even though everyone's saying it confuses, that's key to better living. And, um, and I think that's wonderful. You mentioned earlier about THC. Um, you know, the science of, of managing stress, coping with stress is, is something that we're meant to forget some things. I think it always makes yeah. fun of me as you get older. You know, the whole joke was as you are, oh, I spoke, I'm a forgetful stoner. And now they're showing that it helps with potentially recovering elderly's memory, clearing up Alzheimer's and making people actually more mentally acute, acuity of, of, of older people using cannabis. I think the irony here is, is, is strong. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to add that in some cases that 
you know, quote unquote, it making you forgetful thing can actually be really useful. I got, became really active in cannabis journalism um, when I started using it for PTSD. And the way it was explained to me is like, you know, if you have like a flashback or like an ancient or like a anxious thought that's trying to pop into your head, that same thing will make you be like, oh, what was I just saying? It kind of stops those intrusive thoughts from coming. So, you know, something about cannabis that typically traditionally has a bad rap, like, oh, it makes you forgetful, can actually be really, really useful in treating trauma. And I'm really glad you brought that up. And I was going to ask you what kind of drew you in personally without going too into depth, you know, as far as cannabis, but we've had some great guests on the show. And of course, out there talking to, I even talked to a bunch of veterans and um, right now trying to work on a big veteran project in Virginia um, that really is going to just give veterans jobs and, 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 and occupation and, and, and structure to help them. But the PTSD aspect is so huge and it could be from, from war or from battling or from just a simple experience. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, these days that, you know, people are, you know, it could be a shooting, it could be just a personal and I don't go into much, you know, uh, attack of some sorts. You know, this is just a lot of that happening, and 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 we find more and more again, like you said, that a little bit of cannabis can is is physiologically designed to help you cope sometimes with these stresses. Totally. You don't carry the memory of your life, you know, with you. I think that would just be a burden that our bodies were not designed to carry, and the plants and nature has given us this tool to help us go through this and cope with this. And um, I think I'm glad. Thank you for sharing about that aspect of it because yeah, you know, of course. these are, are super to address. And again, no matter, some people say, oh, it's a minor trauma, no big deal. People try to throw it, you know, put it under the rug. But if it's waking you up at night, you're having sweats, you're having stress, you're having palpitations, you have an underlying issue that obviously recommends therapy, recommend all sorts of things, but natural options including cannabis something to look for for sure so um always towards better better living yeah yeah and and you know i don't i think there's kind of this like tough guy attitude that like we can all take on like oh like i can handle this like i can live with this i'm fine it's like yeah you can but if there's like a plant that makes you feel really good and helps like why not take it you know (laughs) there's nothing there's certainly like no no shame in that at least how that's you know how i see it and it definitely as an alternative to alcohol as the option number one, you know, alcohol being a significant depressant, alcohol having a lot of oh, yeah. negative effects physiologically. Don't drink at all anymore. And that's what I was going to say. A lot of the trend is that those places that have legalized cannabis and more and more people using cannabis are seeing a down use in alcohol consumption, which of course for the alcohol industry is not a good thing for their business or their pockets, but for everyone else, I think it's a great thing from a healthier consumer and a healthier society. Uh, cannabis is not that depressing nature. And um, you know, I think that's a great point. You know, why, why drown our actually elevate our spirits? You know, that's kind of oh, my philosophy. Beautiful. And I think you've yeah. And I think you kind of you can quote me on that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and, but <laughs> the same thing with your the same thing with your finding your higher self. It's that's what we're here for. We're supposed to elevate, have a better life, and and support that in a positive way, not just uh, push it down and bury it deep inside like an older way. Like oh, like even the tough guy, like you said, was always like, if you're a strong man, you can't express emotions, you can't be sad, you can't show weakness. Bury that deep inside. You know, drink some whiskey or whatever it is, and suck it up. You know, and that's not our culture today. We need yeah. to be more open and sensitive and, and aware to support people no matter where they are, what sex they are, what they're dealing with. And I think, um, again, self-care is really where that begins. Um, and I, again, it's a, a, a Absolutely. nice bonus. I mean, I think that's also really demonstrative of how much you, this 
this ancient, outdated, like scientifically incorrect, um, you know, war on drugs, like reefer madness, um, just say no education, like so many people grew, grew up with, like still plays a role in that. You know, we, we mentioned, I mentioned like anxiety, you know, for instance, like um, benzodiazepines, Xanax, Klonopin, Ativan, I mean, they, they have a role in treating panic attacks for sure, but they're just so horrifically addictive. It, um, it's, it's, they're, they're really easy to get addicted to and, you know, and, and mix them with alcohol, they become very, very dangerous. But that or alcohol, like we talk about gateway drugs, I always like ask people, I'm like, okay, which is more likely going to make someone be like, you know, sure, I'll, I'll like sniff that line of, of Coke, like a bunch of tequila shots or like a joint, you know, <laughs> I, I've always thought that. <laughs> Alcohol is absolutely the gateway drug. So I, I just, the people's hangups around cannabis, you know, is, I just feel like it's based on really outdated information, unfortunately, because it's, it's so much safer than the other options out there to deal with these same issues. I hear you. I hear you. Well, I say, just say no, but I say, just say no to those people wanting to leave. We're going to be right back after this break. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to continue with our last segment right after this short break with Sophie St. Thomas. This is Doc Rob, your concierge of better living here at cannabis radio. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at, that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's gonna make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on cannabisradio.com. 
Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back once again. Another wonderful show today with my guest, Sophie St. Thomas. We're talking about her new book, Finding Your Higher Self, Your Guide to Cannabis for Self-Care. And, you know, I'm in Vegas at the moment, as I said earlier, for MJ BizCon. And, you know, one of the things that I find, I come to Vegas so many times a year for different conferences and business, which I love Vegas, actually. But just an example, like going when I moved back to New York City, the stress of New York City not knowing it, but just the energy alone started to give me a little anxiety. When you, live, when you stay in Vegas on the Strip and all the lights and the noise and the constant stimulation, you can really get overwhelmed sometimes. And you don't need, it doesn't take a lot for some people, especially if you've already been running at full speed and, and, and need a little pause. And so I just want to give a shout out to my friends here in Vegas at the Underground House. It's the most amazing, cool experience. It's a Built in the 1970s, it's underground. And uh, Sophie, when you come out to Vegas, I have to have you come and check it out. Maybe write a little bit yeah. about it. It's it's a really cool experience. That's where I am right now. And I come here and I stay here, and we're setting up some events uh, for 2020 here. Um, and part of the reason why I love it is because it's 20 feet underground, meaning there's no real EMF, there's no buzz, there's no lights, there's no noise. And for me, I come here and it's my self care. I get to do work, but I feel like it's a peaceful spot in a in a, in a, in a crazy tumultuous area you know so i just want to say that even that little bit of taking that pause or finding a quiet space and 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 working on those things i remember when i was in new york i found out that the building i was living in or staying in had a rooftop deck and 12 story high wasn't super high and just sitting on top of the noise few you know you know several hundred feet above the crowds, the noise, just that little bit gave me pause. And I'll have to say a couple of joints here and there made the experience even, even better. And I was in culinary school at the time. So here I'm putting together food and recipes. And that's one of the things I love about cannabis personally is, is eating and culinary experiences and elevating your palate and opening to new things and new taste buds. And, um, but I've also used it medically for those people that don't have an appetite that aren't that aren't getting enough nutrition. So we have it from a pleasure recreational side, but we also have it from a medical and nutritional necessity standpoint. This plant's amazing, but it still is supporting your own self and your own healing path. And again, really excited to to promote that today on the show. And, and Sophie, thank you again for sharing that. What else have you got going on? I know you've published. It's not just this book, but you've gotten you know written all over the place. What are some of your favorite things that you can shout out, and, and where can people find more about you and this book? Um, well, order the book. It's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and my publisher Simon and Schuster's website, Finding Your Higher Self. I write. I have a. I write pretty consistently about cannabis. I wrote the cover story for the December issue of High Times, which is a profile on Charlotte Fiji, who is a little girl who kind of has become a CBD icon because she has a rare seizure disorder and went from having a hundred hundreds of seizures a week to just a few months and taken off hospice care through just CBD oil that her and that her mother discovered this use for back before we were even really studying about that. Um, so for current high times issue that would be great and follow me on the social media at the Bowie Cat because I have some more big canvas projects coming up that I can't say just yet, but are just in line with finding your higher self. 
I love it. I love the tease. That's awesome. And definitely go check out Sophie on social media. I know um, the Figgies. I've met them. Uh, the Stanley Brothers, the Charlotte's Web story. It's such yeah. a uh, definitely open the conversation uh, for CBD. Unfortunately, they just got a, lawsuits against them, but that's more on the, not them, but more the business, the, you know, the products. And that's not their fault. That's more because there's no regulations. There's no federal legal guidelines yet really yeah. for this, these compounds. And so I always like to say, it's not, you know, they've, they've opened the conversation, put a bullseye on their back to a degree, fought through a lot of this, you know, controversy and the controversy is not over yet. We're just still going. And I, you know, this is crazy, but I, you know, I, I you know, as I consult for CBD companies or, or people that want to get into the cannabis space as a whole, you know, there are still lots of obstacles, lots of challenges, but there's a lot of ways, whether it be from a business standpoint or a personal standpoint, that cannabis is beneficial. So, you know, with that being said, there's a lot of great work. I'm excited to see what else is on your plate for 2020 here with Doc Rob and the, and the, and the products here. We have an amazing plan out there for 2020 as well. Some really exciting things, including some, you know, projects in New York State. So when I'm up there again, Sophie, I'm going to catch up. Maybe we'll do an a in-person. We'll grab some high tea or, you know, um, and, and uh, catch up some more. It's been great having Definitely. you on the show today. Uh, for those listeners, thanks you for tuning in again. Share this podcast. Get your friends tuning in. Don't forget to check out my social media. Send me your messages. Send me your questions. Send me your recommendations for guests on the show as I am just a fan of educating and expanding the in- information out there in this important space of health and happiness and better living. Thanks again to the producers at Cannabis Radio for all their efforts. Hey, all you people at MJ Biz. Uh, hope you have a great show. I'm going to stay out here a little bit longer for anti-aging conference and talk to the doctors some more about how cannabis is acceptable and how we can get more people so, uh, on good cannabis products to help them that are a lot safer than some of these synthetics and pharmaceuticals. So we're, the mission is long. It's not, you know, we just begun. And thank you, Sophie, for keeping uh, the information out there. Right? Keep writing those articles. Keep writing these books. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks again. It's been my pleasure. Again, for everyone out there, I wish everyone, um, you know, this is just a great another day, Sophie. Uh, uh, I know it's a lot more to be done, a lot more topics, and, and a lot more follow-up together as well. Everyone out there, I wish everyone all the best in health and happiness. You take care. Be well. Till the next time. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better with. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.